O assembled Vaishnavas, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in The Haven, which is located in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here trying to keep the Shabda Brahma, the sound vibration, the transcendental sound, going every day to purify the ether and the hearts of everyone. Whether they can hear it or not, it goes out into the ether. Sanatana Goswami's Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram explains why we're doing this. It goes like this. Sarva Sastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Rattaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kalidwandodita Ditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madekabando Matsangin. Madguro man mahadana, manistadagamad bhagya, mad ananda namostate. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my, good, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadutadayin. Atini chuchata kada hanamunchakada chinmam premna ritkanta yokspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om namo bhagavate vasudivaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reach the third chapter of the fifth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the beginning of Rishabhadev's pastimes. Vishabhadev's appearance in the womb of Meru Devi, beginning with texts 4 and 5. The priests 
began to offer prayers to the Lord, saying, O most worshipable one, we are simply your servants. Although you are full in yourself, please, out of your causeless mercy, accept a little service from us, your eternal servants. We are not actually aware of your transcendental form, but we can simply offer our respectful obeisances again and again, as instructed by the Vedic literatures and authorized acharyas. Materialistic living entities are very much attracted to the modes of material nature, and therefore they are never perfect. But you are above the jurisdiction of all material conceptions. Your name, form, and qualities are all transcendental and beyond the conception of experimental knowledge. Indeed, who can conceive of you? In the material world, we can perceive only material names and qualities. We have no other power than to offer our respectful obeisances and prayers unto you, the transcendental person. The chanting of your auspicious transcendental qualities will wipe out the sins of all mankind. That is the most auspicious activity for us, and we can thus partially understand your supernatural position. Purport The Supreme Personality of Godhead has nothing to do with material perception. Even the impersonalist Shankaracharya says, Narayana Pado Vyaktat. Narayana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is beyond the material conception. We cannot concoct the form and attributes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We must simply accept the description given in Vedic literatures about the Lord's form and activities. As stated in Brahma Sangita 529, Chintamani Prakarasadmasu Kalpabriksha Lakshavriteshu Sudabir Abhipalayantam Lakshmi Sahasrashatasam Brahmasevyamanam Govindam Adipurusham Tamaham Bajami I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, the first progenitor who is tending the cows, yielding all desires, in abodes built with spiritual gems and surrounded by millions of purpose trees. He is always served with great reverence and affection by hundreds of thousands of goddesses of fortune. We can have some conception of the Absolute Truth, His form and His attributes, simply by reading the descriptions given in Vedic literatures and authoritative statements given by exalted personalities like Brahma, Narada, Shukadeva Goswami, and others. Srila Rupa Goswami says, Atak Sri Krishna Namadi Nabaved Grayam Indriyahi. We cannot conceive 
the name, form, and qualities of Sri Krishna through our material senses. Because of this, other names for the Lord are Adhoksaja and Aprakrita, which indicate that He is beyond any material senses. Out of His causeless mercy upon His devotees, the Lord appeared before Maharaj Nabi. Similarly, when we are engaged in the Lord's devotional service, the Lord reveals Himself to us. Sevan Mukhe Hijiva Adao Swayameva Spurat Jadaha This is the only way to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, Bhaktya Mam Abhijanati Yavanyas Chasmi Tatvataha one can understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead through devotional service. There is no other way. We have to hear from the authorities and from the Shastras and consider the Supreme Lord in terms of their statements. We cannot imagine or concoct forms and attributes of the Lord. Text 6 O Supreme Lord, you are full in every respect. You are certainly very satisfied when your devotees offer you prayers with faltering voices and in ecstasy bring you tulsi leaves, water, twigs, bearing new leaves and newly grown grass. This surely makes you satisfied. Purport one does not need great wealth, education, or opulence to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If one is fully absorbed in love and ecstasy, he need, only, he need offer only a flower and a little water. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam Yomi Bhaktya Priyachtiti if one offers me with love and devotion a leaf, a flower, fruit or water, I will accept it. Bhagavad Gita 9.26 The Supreme Lord can be pleased only by devotional service. Therefore it is said here that the Lord is surely satisfied by devotion and nothing else. Quoting from the Gotamiya Tantra, the Hari Bhakti Vila states, Tulasi Dalamatrena Jalasya Chulukena Ba Vikrinite Swamatmanam Bhakti Byo Bhaktavatsalaha. Sri Krishna, who is very affectionate toward his devotees, sells himself to a devotee who offers merely a tulsi leaf and a palm full of water. The Supreme Lord is causelessly merciful upon His devotee, so much so that even the poorest of men can offer Him a little water and a flower in devotion and thus please Him. This is due to His affectionate dealings with His devotees. And we might interject a comment here that this is exactly the verse 
that Advaita Acharya thought of and then uh, called uh, Lord Chaitanya to appear on the earth. So on the eve of Gorpanim, this is a perfect verse for us to hear. We'll hear it one more time. Tulasi Dalamatrena Jalasya Chulukena Va Vikrini Te Samatmanam Bhaktebhyo Bhaktavatsalaha Sri Krishna, who is very affectionate toward his devotees, sells himself to a devotee who offers merely a tulasi leaf and a palm full of water. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Sri Advaita Charya Prabhu Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bol Text 7 We have engaged in your worship with many things and have offered sacrifices unto you. But we think that there is no need for so many arrangements to please your Lordship. Purport Srila Rupa Goswami says that if one is offered varied foods but has no appetite, the offering has no value. In a big sacrificial ceremony, there may be many things accumulated to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but if there is no devotion, attachment, or love for the Lord, the arrangement is useless. The Lord is complete in Himself, and so He does not need anything from us. However, if we offer Him a little water, a flower, and a tulsi leaf with devotion, He will accept them. Bhakti, devotional service, is the main way to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is not a question of arranging huge sacrifices. The priests were regretful, thinking that they were not on the path of devotional service and that their sacrifice was not pleasing to the Lord. Text 8 All of life's goals and opulences are directly, self-sufficiently, unceasingly, and unlimitedly increasing in you at every moment. Indeed, you are unlimited enjoyment and blissful existence itself. As far as, far as we are concerned, O Lord, we are always after material enjoyment. You do not need all these sacrificial arrangements, but they are meant for us so that we may be benedicted by your Lordship. All these sacrifices are performed for our fruitive results, and they are not actually needed by you. Purport Being self-sufficient, the Supreme Lord does not need huge sacrifices. Fruitive activity for a more opulent life is for those who desire such material opulence for their interest. Yagyartat kamanonyatra lokoyam karmabandhanaha If we do not act to satisfy the Supreme Lord, we engage in Maya's activities. 
we may construct a gorgeous temple and spend thousands of dollars, but such a temple is not required by the Lord. The Lord has many millions of temples for His residence, and He does not need our attempt. He does not require opulent activity at all. Such engagements, such engagement is meant for our benefit. If we engage our money in constructing a gorgeous temple, we are freed from the reactions of our endeavors. This is for our benefit. In addition, if we attempt to do something nice for the Supreme Lord, He is pleased with us and gives us His benediction. In conclusion, the gorgeous arrangements are not for the Lord's sake, but for our own. If we somehow or other receive blessings and benedictions from the Lord, our consciousness can be purified and we can become eligible to return home back to Godhead. Text 9 O Lord of Lords, we are completely ignorant of the execution of Dharma, Artha, Kama and Moksha, the process of liberation, because we do not actually know the goal of life. You have appeared personally before us like a person soliciting worship, but actually you are present here just so we can see you. You have come out of your abundant and you have come out of your abundant and causeless mercy in order to serve our purpose, our interest, and give us the benefit of your personal glory called Apavarga, liberation. You have come although you are not properly worshipped by us due to our ignorance. Purport Lord Vishnu was personally present at the sacrificial arena, but this does not mean that he had any interest in his own personal benefit. Similarly, the Archa Vigraha, the, temp the deity in the temple, is present for the same purpose. Out of His causeless mercy, the Supreme Personality of Godhead presents Himself before us so that we can see Him. Since we have no transcendental vision, we cannot see the spiritual Satchirananda Bhigraha of the Lord. Therefore, out of His causeless mercy, He comes in a form we can see. We can see only material things like stone and wood and therefore he accepts a form of stone and wood and thus accepts our service in the temple. This is an exhibition of the Lord's causeless mercy. Although he has no interest in such things, in order to receive our loving service, he agrees to act as he does. We cannot actually offer suitable paraphernalia for the Lord's worship because we are completely ignorant. It was out of His causeless mercy that the Lord appeared in the sacrificial arena of Maharaj Nabi. Text 10 O, worship, o worship, most worshipable one of all, again, 
O most worshipable of all, you are the best of all benefactors, and your appearance at saintly King Nabi's sacrificial arena is meant for our benediction. Because you have been seen by us, you have bestowed upon us the most valuable benediction. Purport Nija Purusha Ikshana Vishaya In Bhagavad Gita 9.29, Krishna says, Samoham Sarvabhuteshu I envy no one, nor am I partial to anyone. I am equal to all. But whoever renders service unto me in devotion is a friend, is in me, and I am also a friend to him. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is equal to everyone. In that sense, he has no enemies and no friends. Everyone is enjoying the fruitive reactions of his own work. And the Lord, within everyone's heart, is observing and giving everyone the desired result. However, just as the devotees are always anxious to see the Supreme Lord satisfied in every way, similarly, the Supreme Lord is very anxious to present Himself before His devotees. Sri Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 4.8 Paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya sadushkritam Dharma Sangstapanataya Sambhavami Yuge Yuge To deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to re-establish the principles of religion I advent myself millennium after millennium Thus Krishna's appearance is for the deliverance and satisfaction of his devotees Actually he does not advent himself simply to kill the demons, for that can be done by his agents. Lord Vishnu's appearance at the sacrificial arena of Maharaj Nabi was just to please the king and his assistants. Otherwise, there was no reason for his being present there. Text 11. Dear Lord, all the great sages who are thoughtful and saintly persons incessantly recount your spiritual qualities. These sages have already burned up all the unlimited dirty things and by the fire of knowledge strengthened their detachment from the material world. Thus they have attained your qualities and are self satisfied. Yet even for those who feel spiritual bliss in chanting your attributes, your personal presence is very rare. Purport The priests in Maharaj Nabi's sacrificial arena appreciated the personal presence of the Supreme Lord Vishnu 
and they considered themselves very much obliged. The Lord's appearance is rare, even for great saintly persons who have become completely detached from this material world and whose hearts are clean due to constantly chanting the glories of the Lord. Such people are satisfied by chanting the transcendental qualities of the Lord. The Lord's personal presence is not actually required. The priests are pointing out that the Lord's personal presence is very rare, even for such elevated sages, but that He was so kind to them that now He was personally present. Therefore, the priests were very much obliged. Text 12 Dear Lord, we may not be able to remember your name, form, and qualities due to stumbling, hunger, falling down, yawning, or being in a miserable, diseased condition at the time of death when there is a high fever. We therefore pray unto you, O Lord, for you are very affectionate to your devotees. Please help us remember you and utter your holy names, attributes, and activities which can dispel all the reactions of our sinful lives. Purport The real success in life is Ante Narayana Smriti, remembering the holy name, attributes, activities, and form of the Lord at the time of death. Although we may be engaged in the Lord's devotional service in the temple, material conditions are so tough and inevitable that we may forget the Lord at any time, at the time of death, due to a diseased condition or mental derangement. Therefore, we should pray to the Lord to be able to remember His lotus feet without fail at the time of death, when we are in such a precarious condition. In this regard, one may also see Bhagavatam 6, 2, 9 and 10, and 14 and 15. Text 13. Dear Lord, here is the great king Nabi, whose ultimate goal in life is to have a son like you. Your, your lordship, his position is like that of a person approaching a very rich man and begging for a little grain. Maharaj Nabi is so desirous of having a son that he is worshipping you for a son, although you can offer him any exalted position, including elevation to the heavenly planets or liberation back to Godhead. Purport. The priests were a little ashamed that King Nabi was performing a great sacrifice just to ask the Lord's benediction for his son. The Lord could offer him promotion to the heavenly planets or the Vaikuntha planets. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us how to approach the Supreme Lord and ask him for the ultimate benediction. He said, 
Nadanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadisha kamaye. He did not want to ask the Supreme Lord for anything material. Material opulence means riches, a nice family, a good wife, and many followers. But an intelligent devotee doesn't ask the Supreme Lord for anything material. His only prayer is Mama Janmani, Janmanishwade, Babatad Bhaktir, Ahaituki, Twayi. He wants to be engaged perpetually in the loving service of the Lord. He does not want promotion to the heavenly planets or mukti, liberation from material bondage. If this were the case, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would not have said, Mama Janmani, Janmani. It doesn't matter to a devotee whether or not he takes birth life after life, as long as he remains a devotee. Actually, eternal liberty means returning home, back to Godhead. A devotee is never concerned about anything material. Although Nabi Maharaj wanted a son like Vishnu, wanting a son like God is also a form of sense gratification. A pure devotee wants only to exchange in the Lord's loving service. Again, a pure devotee wants only to engage in the Lord's loving service. Text 14. <clears throat> Dear Lord, unless one worships the lotus feet of great devotees, one will be conquered by the illusory energy and his intelligence will be bewildered. Indeed, who has not been carried away by the waves of material enjoyment, which are like poison? Your illusory energy is unconquerable. No one can see the path of this material energy or tell how it is working. Purport Maharaj Nabi was inclined to perform great sacrifices for begetting a son. The son might be as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but such a material desire, be it great or insignificant, is brought about by the influence of Maya. A devotee does not at all desire anything for sense gratification. Devotion is therefore explained as devoid of material desires. Anyabila shita shunya. Everyone is subjected to the influence of Maya and entangled in all kinds of material desire. And Maharaj Nabi was no exception. Freedom from Maya's influence is possible when one engages in the service of the great devotees, Mahaj Charana Seva. Without worshipping the lotus feet of a great devotee, one cannot be freed from Maya's influence. Srila Narutam Das Thakur therefore says, Chadiya Vaishnava Seva Nistara Payet Che Keba. 
one who, has, one who has been freed from Maya's clutches without serving the lotus feet? Oh, sorry. Who has been freed from Maya's clutches without serving the lotus feet of a Vaishnava? Maya is aparajita and her influence is also aparajita as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita for a 7.14 Daiviyesha Gunamayi Mamamaya Duratyaya This divine energy of mine consisting of the three modes of material nature is difficult to overcome. Only a devotee can surpass Maya's great influence. It was no fault on Maharaj Nabi's part that he wanted a son. He wanted a son like the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who was the best of all sons. By the association of the Lord's devotee, one no longer desires material opulence. This is confirmed in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya 2254. Sadhusanga, Sadhusanga, Sarva Hoy. Lava Matra, Sadhusanga, Sarve Siddhi Hoy. And Mahat Kripa Bina Kona, Karme Bhakti Nyaya, Krishna Bhakti Dure Rahu, Sangsara Nahe Chaya. If one is serious about escaping Maya's influence and returning home back to Godhead, one must associate with a sadhu, devotee. That is the verdict of all scriptures. By the slight association of a devotee, one can be freed from the clutches of Maya. Without the mercy of the pure devotee, one cannot get freedom by any means. Certainly, a pure devotee's association is necessary in order to obtain the loving service of the Lord. One cannot be freed from Maya's clutches without sadhusanga the benediction of a great devotee. In Srimad Bhagavatam 7.5.32 Prahlad Maharaj says, Naishang matis tavar urukramangrin sprishatyanartha pagamo yadarthaha mahiyasan padarajo vishekam niskinchananam navnivrittayabhat One cannot become the Lord's pure devotee without taking the dust of the great devotee on his head. Pada Rajobhishekam A pure devotee is Nishkinchana. He has no material desire to enjoy the material world. One has to take shelter of such a pure devotee in order to attain his qualities. The pure devotee is always free from the clutches of Maya and her influence. Text 15 O Lord, you perform many wonderful activities. Our only aim was to acquire a son by performing this great sacrifice. Therefore, our intelligence is not very sharp. We are not experienced in ascertaining life's goal. By inviting you to this negligible sacrifice, for some material motive, we have certainly committed 
a great offense at your lotus feet. Therefore, O Lord of Lords, please excuse our offense because of your causeless mercy and equal mind. Purport The priests were certainly unhappy to have called the Supreme Lord from Vaikuntha for such an insignificant reason. A pure devotee never wants to see the Lord unnecessarily. The Lord is engaged in various activities and the pure devotee does not want to see Him whimsically for His own sense gratification. The pure devotee simply depends on the Lord's mercy and when the Lord is pleased, He can see Him face to face. The Lord is unseen even by demigods like Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva. By calling upon the Supreme Lord, the priests of Nabi Maharaj prove themselves unintelligent. Nonetheless, the Lord came out of His causeless mercy. All of them therefore wanted to be excused by the Lord. Worship of the Supreme Lord for material gain is not approved by authorities. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.16 Chatur Pidha Bhajante Imam Janak Sukritin Orjuna Arto Jigyasur Artarti Yanicha Bharatarshaba O best among the Bharats, Arjuna, four kinds of pious men render devotional service unto me the distressed, the desire of wealth, the inquisitive, and he who is searching for knowledge of the Absolute. Imita initiation into bhakti begins when one is in a distressed condition or in want of money or when one is inquisitive to understand the Absolute Truth. Nonetheless, people who approach the Supreme Lord in this way are not actually devotees. They are accepted as pious, sukritina, due to their inquiring about the Absolute Truth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Not knowing the various activities and engagements of the Lord, such people unnecessarily disturb the Lord for material gain. However, the Lord is so kind that even though disturbed, he fulfills the desires of such beggars. The pure devotee is anyabilashita shunya. He has no motive behind his worship. He is not conducted by the influence of maya in the form of karma or jnana. The pure devotee is always prepared to execute the order of the Lord without personal consideration. The Ritvija, the, rit, 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 rit the, the priests at the sacrifice, knew very well the distinction between karma and bhakti. And because they considered themselves under the influence of karma, fruitive activity, they begged the Lord's pardon. They knew that the Lord had been invited to come for some paltry reason. Text 16.
Sri Chukadev Goswami said, the priests who were even worshipped by King Nabi, the emperor of Bhartvarsha, offered prayers in prose, generally they were in poetry, and bowed down at the Lord's lotus feet. The Lord of Lords, the ruler of the demigods, was very pleased with them, and he began to speak as follows. Text 17. How long is this purport? Okay. The Supreme Personality of Godhead replied, O great sages, I am certainly very pleased with your prayers. You are all truthful. You have prayed for the benediction of a son like me for King Nabi, but this is very difficult to obtain. Since I am the Supreme Person, without a second, and since no one is equal to me, another personality like me is not possible to find. In any case, because you are all qualified brahmanas, your vibrations should not prove untrue. I consider the brahmanas who are well versed with brahminical qualities to be as good as my own mouth. Purport. The word avitita girbe means they whose spoken vibrations cannot be nullified. The brahmanas, dvija, the, the twice-born, are given a chance by the shastric regulations to become almost as powerful as the Supreme Lord. Whatever a brahmana speaks cannot be nullified or changed in any circumstance. According to the Vedic injunctions, a Brahmana is the mouth of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, in all rituals, a Brahmana is offered food, Brahmana Bhojana, because when a Brahmana eats, it is considered that the Supreme Lord Himself eats. Similarly, whatever a Brahmana speaks cannot be changed. It must act. The learned sages who were priests at Maharaj Nabi's sacrifice were not only brahmanas but were so qualified that they were like devas, demigods or <clears throat> God himself. If this were not the case how could they invite Lord Vishnu to come to the sacrificial arena? God is one and God does not belong to this or that religion. In Kali Yuga different religious sects considered their God to be different from the God of others. But that is not possible. God is one. And He is appreciated according to different angles of vision. In this verse, the word kaivalyat. In this verse, the word kaivalyat means the God, that God has no competitor. There is only one God in the Shvetashvatar Upanishad 6.8 it is said Natat samash chabhyadikash chadrishyate No one is found to be equal to him or greater than him. That is the definition of God. Text 18. 
Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. We will stay, we will stop here, 7.45 exactly, and we'll start on text 18 tomorrow, and until then, right now, we will patiently wait for the reflections of the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. Futai, she offers her bouquet of flowers again. Rani, thank you very much for your flowers. I can smell them from here. Hare Krishna. Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. My humble obeisances to you and all assembled sages. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho. All glories to Srimad Bhagavatam and the daily readings of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna Maharaj Jai Jai Nitai Goranga 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 Marandaha Das Jai Shri Nitai Gorasundar Jai Marandaha Glorious to Nitai Gorasundar And a sticker from Gemma Rudder Hare Krishna Bhakti Gemma for your sticker Rai Kanu Devi Dasi What is a sticker? What is it like? Well it's a it's a moving sun like moving sun bright and I see. spinning I see and Rai Kanu she gives lots of hearts Jai thank you Rai Kanu Rati Manjri says Jai Guru Maharaj Jai Rati Manjri Haribo Ananda Murti Devi Dasi yes Ananda Murti dear Guru Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances all glories to Srila Prabhupada all glories to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Haribo. Thank you so much. Thank you for being there. That's all so far. Huh? That's everything so far. Okay. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. In these prayers, that are offered by all kinds of devotees uh, are the perfect descriptions of the Lord from different angles of vision. Just by hearing all these prayers, we, we get to know who God is exactly in all detail. It's incredible, actually. Beyond logic and reason. Prabhupada said, it's not beyond logic, or, or it's not illogical, it's translogical. <laughs> it, 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 it makes perfect sense.
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Daityari Haridas. Daityari Haridas, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. I really appreciated the point we heard in the purport of verse 12 that explained that even though we may be engaged in devotional service, the fact that material circumstances are so tough, we can be easily disturbed and forget the Lord at the time of death. Mm. Therefore, we should always pray to be able to remember Him at the time of death. Yes, essence. That's the essence of life, and it's the first question that was asked. It's the whole purpose of Maharaj Prakshit's uh, being where he was. And that mentality called Sugardev Goswami, who mm. was wandering around everywhere. Such a magic moment. We just put up a, a, a canvas of a painting where it shows Maharaj Prakshit, you know, on his knees and with his joined palms greeting Shukadeva Goswami. You could see worshipping him and all the other great personalities, Narada and Vyasadeva and others sitting around and everyone knew that Shukadeva Goswami even though he was a young man and he was naked you know they knew they could see just by his uh, the way his structure body structure the form that he was the most elevated one from Rati Manjiri Yes, Rati, Haribo. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, Jaya Srila Prabhupada. Tonight we heard many beautiful prayers about the importance of worshipping the pure devotee, without which we cannot proceed. Yes, absolutely necessary. But for, luckily for us, we have the prayers of pure devotees, offering to pure devotees, and to the Lord. And if, even if we can't offer that level of prayer, we can recite those prayers. And we should recite these prayers. Of course, the Bhagavatam is we're reciting every night. <laughs> That's what this daily readings is all about, is to recite these wonderful prayers so that it can go deep into our hearts and we can remember them. And gradually, these ideas, the prayers, will come out from our mouths spontaneously. Hare Krishna. There's one from Paramananda Prabhu. Yes, Paramananda. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. I really liked text 8. Quote, All of life's goals are directly, self-sufficiently, unceasingly and unlimitedly increasing in you at every moment. <laughs> Indeed, you are unlimited enjoyment and blissful existence itself. As far as we are concerned, O oh Lord, we are always after material enjoyment. You do not need all these sacrificial arrangements. 
but they are meant for us, so we may be benedicted by your lordship. End quote. This is such a wonderful description. Thank you, Maharaj, your servant. Well, thank you, Prabhupada, and thank you for pointing out that nectarine gem. Prabhupada, his purports are one gem after another after another. It's like incredible association with the liberated soul. Prabhupada says, if you want to understand me, read my books. He didn't leave anything out. Hare Krishna. Rati Manjuri asks, what does it mean to worship the pure devotee? Does it refer to the actual act of offering arati? Could you expand? Well, in the ne nectar of instruction, uh, Upadishamrita, in the fifth uh, verse, the purport of the fifth verse, um, Srila Prabhupada mentions uh, the external qualifications of the pure devotee. He's, all, he's following strictly the rules. He's teaching others to do the same. Uh, and he's always thinking of how to spread Krishna consciousness, different ways to get the word out to help others. And that person we should serve. We should offer respect to any devotees. Even a person just chants Hare Krishna, which internally we should offer respect. But still, within that category, there are differences. And this devotee who is always thinking and doing things to spread Krishna consciousness, is who absorbed in that service, he should be worshipped and give our lives and our service and our wealth and our, and our words and our intelligence. We should learn how to do that from such devotees. If one gives oneself to the Lord, actually gives oneself to the Lord, then his behavior and words will speak for themselves. And they will help uh, uplift and uh, remove doubts Yes. Hare Krishna. Daitiyari Hari Das. He says, When on Sankirtan, I always find praying to Krishna changes the entire dynamic of my day. Oh, yes. I'm not so good at speaking to people, so I'm forced to realize my dependence on him in that arena. Yes. And it really works. Yes, absolutely. Infallibly. So. Yes, Bhaktin Jemma. Hello, Guru Maharaj, and thanks for reading to us all the sweet, beautiful, nightly nectar. The Lord is so opulent, we can't even imagine here in the material world. I love hearing this fifth canto about the higher planets. It's great that the Bhagavatam gives us all a chance to hear about these wondrous planets and divine pastimes. It's amazing, literally otherworldly. Hare Krishna, Jai Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Yes, we are not of this world as long as we keep ourselves absorbed in the Bhagavatam. But at the same time, we are in the world because we're in a material body. So therefore, we have to be very careful 
not to be influenced by the material energy. And that was repeatedly stressed in some of these prayers we heard tonight. We have to be very careful not to be influenced by the material energy. And we do that by hearing and associating with one another or the devotees who, are, who, who like to hear and chant the glories of the Lord. Stay in their association. At the end, you will be able to think about Krishna at the time of death. But the thing is, we don't know when that moment is going to come. Therefore, in order to ensure this inevitability, we should always think of Krishna as much as possible. That's the simple and most confidential of Krishna's teachings. Manmana bhava madmasto, madhyaji manmasto. And that's right before the verse Sarvadharman Parijaja. Mam ekam sharanam raja. Surrender to the Lord exclusively without worshipping anyone else. Give ourselves to the Lord. We can give ourselves with our service, with our words, with our intelligence and our wealth. Rati adds, I liked how it was said about the Lord that even though he is disturbed by the requests of materialistic people, he still fulfills the desires of such beggars. <laughs> yes, everyone gets their desires fulfilled. Everyone. Therefore, Krishna says, Yayatam Mampapadjante. Manushanam Sasreshu. All living beings are following Krishna's path. They just don't know it. And to become Krishna conscious is to know it. But it's already happening in front of our noses. Hare Krishna. Bhakta Peter. Yes, Bhakta Peter. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Jai Prabhupada. Prabhupada. Thank you so much for reading with us tonight. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Literally. And now Daityari Haridas again. He says... We also heard a quote in the purport of the 14th verse that asks, Who has attained liberation without serving a pure devotee? On a personal level, I sometimes feel depressed that I have never been entrusted with the service of personally serving my own Diksha Guru and feel less connected with him than I do with my Shiksha Gurus and temple authorities because I personally see them much more often. I have great respect for my Diksha Guru but feel guilty for having this mentality of not feeling the same indebtedness to him as I do towards my direct instructing gurus. What should I do about this? <laughs> Keep serving. That's all. I asked Prabhupada this question. How can I tell whether uh, Krishna is pleased with me, or, you know, accepting my service? And I, I told this story before. 
and I had a, a conversation in my mind with Prabhupada, you know, and he was going to say, I, if I'm pleased with you, and then I was going to say, but I never get to be with you very much. He said, yes, so if, and I was going to say, he was going to say, uh, by satisfying my, my servants, my, my representatives, like that. So I came in and asked Prabhupada the question, how can I tell whether Krishna's satisfied? And Prabhupada said, if you're, if you're pleased, if you're satisfied. I was completely disarmed because I had this whole... <laughs> Prabhupada, could, he, he could see everything about us. It was amazing. But then he explained that that doesn't mean that you do something for you and then when you feel good, then that means you're pleasing Krishna. No, that's only when you're actually doing it for Krishna then you will feel genuine happiness, genuine feeling of satisfaction, genuine uh, lack of restlessness, and you, you'll feel protected, peaceful. Jim Arudar says, Thanks, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. To you too. And lastly, Paramananda Prabhu. Yes, Paramananda. Says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, happy Gora Purnima for tomorrow. I'm looking forward to spending the day with and serving the devotees in Folkestone. All glories to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Jai Mahaprabhu. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabheda Bhaktivinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. All right. See you tomorrow night. Well, let's see. I may take a, a day off tomorrow for Gaur Purnima. So I'll send a message on Facebook uh, sometime in the afternoon, well before the time, whether I'm going to read tomorrow or not. I've even been thinking because of my health, I might do six days rather than seven days a week. So anyway, if we see you tomorrow night, and if we don't, we'll see you the next night, and we'll hear about the adventures of Rishabdev, which is one of the favorite of, of all the devotees. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow. Haribo.